Welcome back into the Outside the Paint podcast, a little change of direction here. I'm Jose Villanueva, and we'll be talking about some college basketball today. It's my favorite time of the year. If you're listening today, the college basketball season has already started, but as of today, tomorrow is Super Tuesday, my favorite day of the year. We have the Champions Classic. Every year, we get Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, and Michigan State. This year, Kentucky and Michigan State, one and two, Duke and Kansas, three and four, I'm excited for this, guys. How do you guys feel? It's really insane. Every year, you know, we kind of get a combination of these teams, and you can't complain in any of the matchups because they're great all around. No matter how you put these teams against yep. each other, it's so exciting either way. I mean, they're the best teams every year. Yep. And I, I mean, it's the best way to kick off the year. I mean, of course. I mean, it's college basketball. It's the environment of college basketball is just That's one, what makes of, it. one of the best in the world, one of the best sporting events. So I'm looking forward to it. It's always good to see, you know, the top programs, Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, Michigan State. Be interesting to see what my Duke guys can do this year. It's a little disappointing that we couldn't get it done with Zion and RJ Barrett. But uh, it's always tough to do with freshmen. So we'll see what we can do. Funny enough, this is the first time that I think the four teams have been ranked one through four. So this is definitely gonna be a preview of the final four possibly. Or That'd the be best crazy. teams in each league. Uh, I'm personally looking forward to each and single game. But this year, Michigan State is ranked number one, and rightfully so. They've got the best player in the nation returning. Cassius Winston was the best player in the NCAA tournament up until the Final Four. And they have a boatload of talent. A couple sophomores and juniors they are unfortunately going to be without guard. Jeremy Langford, once again, has the same issue against last year. Fortunately, he should be back by January and playing right before the Big Ten tournament. Number two, Kentucky, always reloading with freshmen. So many f- freshmen that I can't name them. <laughs> I know Tyrese Maxey is back. Ashton Haggins is back. They're going to be led by their point guards. And this is a big year for their big man. And Nick Richards, he, he was one of the top 15 players in his recruiting class, but has yet to make a big jump. Hopefully, like they did P.J. Washington last year, who went from a second-round NBA pick to a first-round lottery pick. The Kentucky staff is really going to rely on those bigs to make a deep run, or they're just going to get, you know, passed by. Like, every other every year, it's been a while since we have Kentucky deep. It's been since 2012, I believe, since they made a Final Four. No, 2014, excuse me. Since 2012, since they won the championship. Then on the other side, we have Kansas and Duke. Duke does not have the elite freshmen that they usually have every year. No, they don't. But surprisingly, too. Very surprisingly, they do have Trey Jones. They tired of freshmen tired of coming here and losing. That's all. There's a lot of good upperclassmen in basketball, especially Trey Jones. Trey Jones is the key to Duke's success this year because of all the young talent that they have. Bigs that are very inexperienced. They have the best big in the country, in Vernon Carey. Mike, in my opinion, he's definitely a top five pick in the next year's NBA draft. But Trey Jones was the difference between them being an elite team last year and them being a super elite team this year. Duke is very susceptible to losing the ACC. The Virginia Cavaliers seem to be reloading. Now's really the time, though, when they're reloading. I, for one, didn't think that Michigan State was going to be ranked number one. I don't know how you guys feel about that. And I kind of want to go back to something you said earlier, Jose, when you said this might be a preview of the Final Four. I'd put more money on it that none of those teams would be in the Final Four before they all make it. The way it's way March Madness works out. I mean, last year was insane. This year, I, I can't even imagine what's going to happen. We kind of talked about it a little bit in our first multiple episodes of 
we got to predict that Virginia was going to make that type of run, especially coming off into a 16 seed the year mm-hmm. before. You know, college basketball kind of history kind of writes itself, as you said. Absolutely, and but no one also saw Texas Tech coming. Yeah, I mean, Culver was amazing. I think Michigan was the best team all year last year. Yeah, and they got blown out in one of the first rounds. Yeah, I, I was lucky enough to watch Michigan in person um, up at a tournament in Connecticut, and I was so impressed the way Jordan Poole, Ignis Braskis, and they had a, um, Xavier Simpson that played yeah. great defense. I mean, that team all around was just a tremendous team and. It's not easy playing basketball in the Big Ten either. I mean, that's no, it's not. that's a very good conference as well. Not the best conference, obviously, but never. I don't think anyone can make it no. a very based argument <laughs> on them being the best conference. It's always going to be the ACC. They've always have teams out there, you know, Wisconsin that always makes a run. Oh, it's definitely yeah. back. It's definitely backloaded, but up the front, they can't compete with the ACC at all. No way, no way. Um, and I, I was pretty interested. I saw uh, Tom Izzo's son join the Michigan State team, Stephen Izzo, and they also <laughs> got uh, Fred Hoiberg's son, the old Chicago Bulls coach. Michigan State's going to be the smartest smartest team in the land this year. Best coach team, that's for sure. Best coach team or best team? Because that has Maybe been, both. A little bit of both. It has been 10 years since the number one preseason team has even made the championship, let alone one. Really? 10 years. Wow. So a bunch of expectations seem to bear witness, and you know a lot of teams fall to pressure. But Michigan State looks like the team to break that mold. I think when you have an elite point guard, you win the championship. Like, name a college basketball championship winning team that did not have an elite point guard. March runs through guards. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, I can't think of one. Who would you guys take in this year, UNC or Duke? Uh, I'm I'm being biased a little bit. I mean, I I can't not take Carolina this year. I think Cole Anthony is the best freshman on the planet. Regardless of who he's I was wondering the best when he was player. gonna come up in conversation. He's not the best player, but he's the best freshman. He's just built different. I said this multiple times, but if he would have went to Duke, he would have been my favorite Duke player ever. He's just relentless on the court. He's been compared to a less athletic, smaller Derrick Rose because of the intensity he plays with. And I know you love Derrick Rose. So yeah. Watch some Carolina games and tell me Cole Anthony doesn't, yeah, I mean, just I, doesn't play differently. I'm definitely so excited to see him. I mean, obviously you saw the highlights in the summer as him playing you know, at the Rex with a couple NBA players and all those guys. And different. Yeah, he, he's he, different. Yeah, he's a very good player. You know, He pulls up from anywhere, get to the rim, putbacks, layups, everything. So I want to see him compete against other people his age. I know he's probably going to dominate them, you know. Right. But I want to see is his game. You know, one guy, a freshman guard a couple years ago, I don't know how much Darnell wants to talk about him, but Markel Fultz was a guy that kind of busted on the right. scene, had like a different type of game, you know, yep. where you thought. And it's, you know, is he going to be that type of player, that type of guard for us? Is he going to come in the NBA? What's he going to be like? But we know that he's going to be a lottery pick. It's just where's he going to take his game to? I think the difference between Markel Fultz and Cole Anthony is their head. Markel Fultz is definitely a head case and didn't look, like he could tack on the, the pressure of being an NBA top pick. But Cole Anthony's built for it. His dad was an all-NBA pro, uh, one of the best players that ever played in, in the Knicks organization. Greg Anthony was, wasn't was anything, you know, great in the NBA, no, no Hall of Famer, but he was on those teams in the 90s that made deep runs. He was yeah, I didn't realize that players. was his father, actually. Yeah, I Greg Anthony's his father, believe it or not. Yeah, he's set. He's, he's good. Very set. Yeah, he knows what he needs to do to get to the league and, you know, get beyond. Is there any team that you're excited for at Darnell? I'm always excited for Duke, man. But, I mean, to be honest, I, I'm just excited for college basketball. I love seeing the new prospects that are coming up that are possibly going to be entering the draft, who's going to be the top prospect here, the top freshman. So I'm always interested in seeing that. 
mentioned this seeing what Duke can do this year. Uh, I think they're going to be a really good defensive team. You know, they lack perimeter shooting. I think that's been their problem the last couple of years. Not really, haven't had really any shooters for a while. They had Grayson Allen, who in big games just couldn't knock down a shot. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. I'm, I'm always excited. It's always a good thing when I get to see Duke and UNC, uh, one of the best rivalries, if not the best in sports. So I'm always looking forward to that. I think it's the most competitive rivalry in sports. Yeah. There's some crazy statistic that the last 50 games happens every year. They put it out every game mm-hmm. that the point difference between the two teams is very minimal. One or two, usually favoring in Duke, but the every game it's back and forth. Every game back and forth. It's it's just the best rivalry in sports. It's a dog fight. And if you bet on who's going to win those games, I mean that's really a coin toss. It every really single game, is. like no matter where the game yeah. is at, either. Who do you guys got tomorrow? Or I guess. Who do you guys got for the big game? Since you know when this podcast comes out, it'll already be game day. Who do we have? I'm gonna I'm gonna take Duke just because I think Duke over Kansas. Duke over Kansas because Kansas lost a couple players that I think could have made a big difference. Quentin Grimes was one of my favorite players to watch last year. He popped off in the Champions Classic last year and then kind of faded away. But this year he transferred to Houston. Uh, there's still some eligibility concerns if he's going to be eligible or not. I I just. Kentucky and Duke are always built different, and now that they're not playing each other, they're going to be prepared because they have the two best coaches in college basketball. I think Tom Izzo is a great coach, but when he doesn't have the talent, his Michigan State teams lack. And Coach K and and Coach Cal, they build talent up. They don't need the best talent, even though they do get it. Mm, They bring Uh, the best out of their players, for sure. Absolutely, for sure. Roy Williams, too. But, you know, they're not. I don't understand why Carolina never plays on. The Champions Classic, it's it's just not right. Carolina's not. one of the best teams that won the regular season ACC championship last year, and they've had their best stretch in the Roy Williams area, believe it or not. I think this is the past five years they've been playing better than Duke. They've won the season series with Duke the past couple of years, but they just don't get the respect, man. Yeah, Duke start the season. Yeah, I'm picking with my heart here. I'm gonna go with Duke just to get uh, the season started off right. You love picking your favorite teams. Yeah, I mean it's been working out this year for the most part. <laughs> but uh, I think defensively they'll set the tone, and I think the bigs down low, Carey and Hunt. I think uh, I think they'll show off uh, some of their potential in game one. Yeah. Fun fact for me, uh, I grew up a Jayhawk. Jeanette Jayhawks <laughs> all day. Shout out if you've ever heard of the Jeanette Jayhawks, one of the best football programs in the history of Pennsylvania. But my heart always lies with the Jayhawks. So if you want to pick with your heart, I might as well pick with mine too. And I'm going to go Rock Chalk Jayhawks, 1-0 to start the season off, even though I uh, definitely think Duke has the more talented coaching staff, and I'll go team as well. And then they got Michigan State kicking off an MSG against Kentucky. You guys go in number one with the Sparties? Absolutely. Go green, go white? If, they, if they're the team that we expect they are, then they'll win. I don't, I don't know. I mean, that, that game's can be picked either way. Uh, I feel like Kentucky could easily upset them, but at the same time... Yeah, I think it'll be a close game. I think... Uh, it has to be. I mean, it should be. Yeah, well, it if it's not, it's, it's a tragedy. Because last year when Duke and Kentucky played, Duke just demolished them from the gate. That was one of the worst yeah, beatings but, I've ever seen. Nobody saw, nobody saw Zion coming on the scene like that. They didn't think he was going to come like that. I mean, we knew he was coming, but we didn't know he was coming like that. Yeah, RJ, they, they was, RJ was the one everyone was talking about that game. They won't yeah. have to deal and with Zion was like, They won't have to deal with a Zion and RJ Barrett combo in yeah. game one like last year. Here's a quick pivot before we, we go. How 
different would college basketball be if LaMelo Ball was eligible? And how much attention do you think there would be oh, coming up now? Well, I was, definitely wouldn't have forgot that the game started on Tuesday if LaMelo right. was on a college team. That's yeah. for sure. Do you think the hype around LaMelo would be way bigger than Zion or pretty yeah, equal? I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Wow. I think Zion would have got the more hype just because... His talent. Yeah, just because of his talent, his size... But the attention Lamelo's had since he's it's been insane—it's ridiculous. Like it's just unfair for college basketball that Lamelo Ball, one of the best talents in the world, isn't playing. The NCAA needs to fix something this pay-for-play because it's a tragedy that these players are going to the college for one year. And every when you, if you're not a college basketball fanatic, you get lost reading some of these names. Like who's this? Who's that? It's not the same game anymore. We should have. I think a two-year two-year limit. You come to college for two years, then you go to the NBA, or you just come straight out of high school because every year it's just rock and reload, and the same teams: Kentucky, Duke, Carolina. They get the top talent, but they don't even you can always win. Mm-hmm. So what's the point? You know? Yeah, I, I feel like college I basketball is just losing a lot of money, interest. And Definitely, and in college basketball is the money maker for the NCAA. If they lost really March Madness or TV contracts, I mean, the entire NCAA infrastructure would crumble. And it really is. Yeah, I mean, I've I've got to sit in on a lot of like the uh, the NCA like development and leadership type stuff. And I've all, I've always said, even before I went to college, I've always said, even before I worked in college athletics, they have to have you. You have to get at least enough credits for an associate's degree before you should leave. Right. Like you should be tied in for two years. If you're getting a full ride or scholarship, whatever the case may be, scholarship wise, you should be going to school. You know, learning because half the kids by the time the spring rolls around. They could care less about the spring semester, what they're going to get in school, because they know they're going to the NBA. I mean, it's really where we're at right now, and a lot of kids skipping classes, and that's when you have the pay, the school, the the shoe deals paying for the kids and everything too. Right. So yeah, they need to fix a lot. I mean, maybe maybe this will be the right step in the right direction. Only time Hopefully. will tell. You know, it's it's about time they're going to get paid, but you know, there's going to be so many problems that comes with this model that they're presenting us. It's a, it's a problem every year. And and one thing that bothers me is these kids go to school and they major in either undecided or something easy where they don't have to do anything. Like I remember There's no point. I remember Lonnie Walker said he wanted to be do pre med coming out of high school and everyone's like, Oh, that's all he wants to be a doctor but you don't say pre med and then leave after the one year to go to the NBA, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like when the when the bag calls, you chase the bag. <laughs> That, he, you're but, not wrong but, at all. But they're not going to be going to college basketball anymore because the NBA is making up the that league, the development league, to allow players like Lamella yep. Lamella Ball, you know, play and get that experience. So, which is going to be a shame. The NCAA better do something quick. Cause, like it's running you said, out of time. It's running out of time. That March Madness money making arena and all that is just might crumble soon, and I would hate to see it because I just always love college basketball so much. Yeah, I mean it's. It's a great time of year. We got all the sports intertwining now. You know, baseball's officially over. Sorry, Jose, big Yankees guy. That's all. Good. We we all wanted them to make it. I got no, we didn't. No, <laughs> we didn't. I got college basketball. I did, but yeah, we saved me. We got hoops back both sides of the coin in basketball. Football's still going on. So yeah, it's really the best time of the year right now. Um, I cannot wait to see what happens with the Super Tuesday and move forward. Yeah, any last words, guys? Go Tar Heels. Go Blue Devils. Rock Chalk Jayhawk, baby. For Jose Villeneuve, Darnell Turner, Vaughn Delzell. We appreciate you guys listening. Stay tuned on Twitter for the Jersey giveaway and uh, enjoy Darnell's vocals. OTP out. Deuces.